there are a million different kinds of proteins that you can take on the market. And the question is, is which kind of protein is the best protein to take? Well, on this episode of the Total Body Training Podcast, I go over exactly what kind of protein I recommend that people take. Welcome back to the Total Body Training Podcast. My name is John Carlos, and if you haven't already subscribed to the Total Body Training Podcast, please subscribe to our podcast. On this podcast, we go over fitness tips, trends, and tutorials to help you stay in formed and get in shape. And if you like this video, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to subscribe to subscribe to the podcast. All right, let's jump into it. Long-time listeners, if you have been listening to our podcast, then you'll know that I am not a huge fan of supplements. Not because supplements are inherently bad, although some of them definitely are, but specifically because a lot of supplements simply don't do what they say that they do. And people end up racking up the bill, purchasing lots and lots of supplements and things, when in reality, either those supplements don't really work or they don't do the kinds of things that they suggest. Some of those supplements have some harmful things in them or some things that aren't written on the label or simply just because I think that half the time what people really need to do is focus on their fitness first and fixing their nutrition before even considering switching over to adding on some protein into their nutrition and their diet. However, there are a handful of supplements that I've talked about that have been backed by science to work. Whey protein and casein protein have some really good usage when it comes to working out because that's like a substitute for a food or a meal. And if you want to know more about the difference between whey and casein, I've got a whole separate podcast episode about that. And I've also got a YouTube video about that. You can flip through and look back and see the other content that we've made with regards to how whey protein works and how it's made and also how casein protein works and how it's made. Another supplement that we all know now because science backs it up that works is caffeine. So caffeine definitely stimulates your body and we can get caffeine from things like coffee, green tea extract, green tea, any kind of black tea or green tea that is not uncaffeinated or decaffeinated. And and creatine. Creatine is another supplement that we know has some merit because there's a good amount of science behind it. Now, on this episode, I'm just going to share with you the kind of protein that we use. I want to start off by saying that this is not a sponsored segment. I'm going to be talking about Ascent Protein. I'm not sponsored by Ascent Protein. I'm not endorsed by Ascent Protein, but I will have some links in the bottom of this video to Ascent protein Amazon affiliate links. So that means that if you click on those links, I do get a small percentage of that. But I want to say that (laughs) I've been using Ascent for years and never used any kind of Amazon affiliate links. So I think it's time that I make a little bit of money off of suggesting this to people for absolutely free. Furthermore, the fact that I've been recommending it should tell you all that I actually believe in the product and that I'm not just trying to sell it to you because I want to make a quick buck. If a certain you could say if a really big protein company came my way and I didn't believe in their products and I didn't believe in what they were doing with their supplements, I would not carry it despite how much money they were giving me. You know, and Ascent is a smaller company that I think is doing way better things than 99% of the protein companies that are out on the market. So today I'm going to talk about the two 
kinds of protein that I take from Ascent. And I take Ascent Native Whey Clean Post Workout Recovery. I'm actually looking at it right now. And I personally prefer the chocolate peanut butter flavor. There's chocolate peanut butter. There is chocolate. There is vanilla. They just came out with strawberry. There's there's, there's strawberry I haven't tried yet, but if you're a fan of like Nesquik, I would imagine it probably tastes like that. Uh, they also have a lemon sherbet, but I haven't had the lemon sherbet or the strawberry. I think I've had everything else except for that. There's also a coffee or an espresso flavor. All of the flavors are great. They mix easily in water, but I like to drink my protein in almond milk. I drink my protein in almond milk with no real sugar or calories so like when I go to HEB or Walmart whatever kind of protein whatever kind of almond milk I get has only 30 calories and it has less than any five grams of any macros that means that it has less than five grams of fat less than five grams of protein and less than five grams of carb per cup so really it's not adding a lot of calories to my diet and that's why I'm able to mix it in with my protein I find that it tastes better with protein but that's protein all across the board so I do occasionally drink my Ascent protein with water. It's perfectly fine. It tastes great <laughs> in terms of what protein shakes should taste like, right? Because if you're going to compare a protein shake to, say, an ice cream cone, an ice cream cone is better, let's be honest. And also, if you're a person who doesn't like drinking protein powders like myself or doesn't like eating protein, then I think this is a slightly better protein to take because it is tastier than some of the other things that are on the market. Now, there are, I'll admit, some proteins on the market that maybe taste a little bit richer, but those proteins usually have some crap in them that you don't want to be drinking, so I don't recommend that. I actually recommend taking a scent. And I'm going to read from the label here about a scent story, and essentially it just says that our native fuel protein is made with native whey, which is simply put, the benchmark in protein purity. Native whey is the least processed protein available today because it's filtered directly from high quality milk. It also contains higher levels of natural occurring leucine, a key amino acid for stimulating muscle protein synthesis. We're able to do this because unlike most companies, we don't buy any of our proteins. We make our protein and we've been doing it for over 30 years. We buy the milk from trusted dairy farmers and then filter the proteins in our own facilities. We use zero artificial ingredients and avoid harmful steps like bleaching. It's not the easiest way to do it, but as you know, real, real results don't come from easy. <laughs> Find out more at ascentprotein.com. Again, not a sponsored video, but here's the thing, man. I love this protein. What I look for when I'm first trying to purchase a protein is whether or not the protein is a certified protein. So you'll know from other podcasts that I've done that I'm big on talking about whether about the importance of making sure that you take products that are certified by a third party laboratory. The reason why we want to do this is because we want to try to find supplements that are regulated by a third party company. The supplement industry is entirely unregulated. What that means is that people literally put crap into supplements that aren't on the label and they can put things down like, for example, if you're looking at, in, let me let me give you an example. I'm looking right now at the ingredient list here and I'm going to read it to you. Whey protein isolate blend 
that is an isolate of native whey protein isolate and whey protein isolate. Peanuts, whey, protein concentrate, cocoa processed with alkali, natural flavors, sunflower lecithin, sea salt, monk fruit extract, and stevia leaf extract. So uh, an interesting thing that, that a lot of protein companies can do to get around actually putting proper protein inside of their packages is putting down the words proprietary blend. Lots of big companies, I'm thinking of a couple right now that I'm not going to name, if you flip them over, they will have filler and they'll say proprietary blend. Well, that proprietary blend means that it could be almond flour or just regular flour for the sake of it, and they don't have to put that on the label. That's how these companies work. A couple years ago, Larry's, uh, what is it? Larry's and Jerry's cookies. Larry's and Larry's. Ben and Jerry's cookies. Lenny and Larry's cookies. There we go. They got in trouble because they were making these protein cookies. They're great protein cookies. Don't get me wrong, but they're more good as a cookie than they are as a protein supplement because they did some third-party testing. So third-party laboratory went in and looked at the cookies and found out that they don't actually have 20 grams of protein or whatever they were saying. With this company, what they do, and that's actually the entire supplement industry. What they do is that they say maybe on the bag that it's 25 grams of protein, but they put some kind of filler in it and because the FDA doesn't regulate protein and because they don't have to be, that means that they don't have to be specific or honest about what they're putting on their labels. They just have to be somewhat truthful. And so what happens is, is that you get this protein, you spend all this money on this name brand and you're not actually getting that 25 grams of protein because it's, there's been some kind of filler in it. That's what was going on with those Lenny's and Larry's cookies. And that's what happens with the entire fitness industry. Worse, there have been cases where there are other kinds of supplements that are put into supplements that people are taking. Like for example, I've heard about people taking vitamins, but then there's actually been testosterone that's added to it on accident because the products were never tested. What this company does, Native Way Fuel from Ascent, is they send their products to a company called Informed Choice. They are a separate company that tests in their laboratory whether or not the food that they are receiving or the supplements that they're receiving actually have what they say that they have on them. And then they give it a check mark and send it back. So when you get a protein, make sure that it's either sponsored or it has uh, the words informed sport trusted by sport on them, or it has some other third party laboratory that's verifying that they actually have what's in there. There are a few companies, but we'll talk about that on, an, on another podcast. The other cool thing about this is that it is the official performance nutrition partner of USA Weightlifting. USA Weightlifting tests people for drugs. They test people to make sure that they are passing drug tests. As I mentioned earlier, every now and then a company will add something like testosterone on accident because the place that they are making their protein or the place that they're making their vitamins also has testosterone boosters and other things that they're making. And sometimes those things get mixed into the vitamins or the protein that people are taking. The protein company isn't doing this on purpose. It's on accident. But what they are doing is not getting their food tested to check to see if it actually has the right stuff in it. And so there have been cases of women, there was a PBS documentary about this, with women taking a vitamin and then growing facial hair or growing body hair that they didn't usually grow. And it turns out that it's because they're 
vitamins that they were taking or their protein or whatever they were taking had that added testosterone in it on accident. So we don't really want to risk growing unnecessary facial hair unless you want to grow more facial hair, which I, I could probably use some of that. Um, but, but what we want to do is we want to find something that's informed. The USA, the USA Powerlifting, I mean, the USA Weightlifting Association sends people to the Olympics, and these people are very strict about whether or not someone can pass a drug test. People get popped all the time for not passing drug tests, and some of those people have blamed it on the supplements that they're taking. So they'll say, "Oh, uh, I didn't take steroids. I took a banned. I took a supplement that was unregulated, and it may have had banned substances on it." And hey, a lot of times those people are lying but it doesn't change the fact that there is a possibility for that to happen. And so we don't want to be taking something that we don't need, right? Furthermore, we also don't want to be paying for a protein that our body doesn't actually want to be taking or doesn't actually need, a protein that has, I should say, added shit in it that our body doesn't need in it. So if you are wanting to take a protein that actually has protein and doesn't have other added garbage in it, like possibly flour or other additives in it that are unnecessary to the process, then Ascent protein is the way to go. In addition to that, I find that Ascent is a a great protein in terms of cost. So it's about $39 for a bag that has 26 servings in it. There are brands that are cheaper and there are brands that are more expensive. Either way, there, there are brands that are way more expensive than this that don't offer the quality of what you're getting with the scent. For example, I was taking protein for about a year. I, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it really doesn't matter. It was about $20 more than this. And I, the only reason I was taking it is because at the time, the ingredients in it fit what I wanted. And I kept looking at a scent at the time. This was like two years ago. And when I would flip over and read the ingredients, it said that it had, it had soy lecithin in it. Well, a couple years went by and because Ascent is really dedicated to improving the quality of what they're doing, they took out the soy lecithin and they replaced it with sunflower lecithin, which is written on the back of this product here. I don't like to take soy or soy-based products. If you flip this over, it says that it's gluten-free, soy-free, RBST, and RBH-free, which are hormones. This Protein is as clean as it comes. The reason why I don't like taking soy lecithin or soy-based products is because it does pull down your testosterone. There's lots of research out there that suggests that men's testosterone are lowering, and part of it is because a lot of the food that we have is filled with these lecithins from soy and other products. It's not that eating the occasional tofu or that having soy sauce or that having food with soy in it is a problem. It's the level to which people are using soy as a filler in food that is problematic. So, so that is why I try to look for proteins that have that and that's the only reason why I was using that protein that was a little bit more expensive. It was like 60 bucks and I was eventually sick of paying that and I flipped over one day and I kept looking at a scent and finally it said that it was soy free and it said that it had sunflower lecithin and I was like, okay, I'm sold. And not only that, but I actually liked the taste of a scent protein better. So it was a good all around move. I really like the fact that they work directly with dairy farmers. That is really cool. These companies generally get their, the, the way that, they, that, that a lot of these companies work is that they just white label things. So for example, there will be, uh, it's kind of like uh, t-shirts 
that uh, we have at our studio. So for example, I don't actually manufacture my t-shirts. I go on a website and I pick out the t-shirt that I want and then I give them the design that I want on the t-shirt. So I had no, there was no step in the manufacturing process that I did other than like putting it together and putting my label on it. That is how a lot of protein companies operate. They find a company that will make things. They have no touch with the actual dairy farmer or the people that are making the dairy and then they just put their label on it and they slap an athlete on there and they get a team and that, that company does great because the marketing's cool and the, the people that they chose to represent their company are really ripped, right? But Ascent does not do that. Ascent specifically works directly with the farmers, with the milk farmers, and they make sure to give you the cleanest product possible with zero bleaching. Ascent's awesome. I take their native whey protein before and after a workout to help me with recovery. And I also take Ascent's... Um, Myocellular casein. Casein is a sustained muscle recovery casein. I'm going to read the label for this. Our native fuel myocellular casein is simply put the benchmark in protein purity. We filter our protein directly from milk, making it least, the least processed myocellular casein protein available. Delivered in its purest form, myocellular casein is a complementary protein to the whey. Both proteins provided exceptional benefits for the daily fitness routine. I'm going to skip this part but I'm going to read down to here. Myocellular casein provides slow and sustained release of essential amino acids when it takes when it's taken at night. This helps prevent muscular deterioration and promotes the body's ability to repair and improve during its natural recovery sleep period. We're able to do this because unlike most companies we don't buy our proteins. Oh yeah, I'd already I already read this part of it. But um you know, essentially, this also is a completely whey-free protein, and I take this before I go to sleep. The deal with casein is that casein is a slow-digesting protein that is meant to, take in, to be taken and sit in your stomach and coagulate for, uh, I think it's like 12 hours. So, so if you watch my video about casein, I explain why that's important, but essentially, when you go to bed, while your body is recovering at night, you wanna make sure that your body is continuously being fed by something, that your muscles are being fed by protein, and one of the best ways to do that is by taking a casein protein, because the casein curdles in your stomach and it coagulates, and it takes 12 hours for your body to digest it. Whey protein, on the other hand, you take it and it instantly gets into your body and your body instantly uses it for energy. Casein is meant to fuel your body while you're sleeping. It's also something that you can take if you think you're going to miss a couple meals. So for example, if I know I'm going to miss my lunch or something and I'm in a hurry, I will take casein with a little bit of whey so that my stomach feels full. The coagulation makes my stomach feel fuller than when I take a whey protein shake. Those are the two proteins that I take. I hope this video was helpful to you. If you enjoyed this video, please follow me on whatever podcasting platform you are on right now and leave me a review. You have no idea how much those reviews help us out here at the Total Body Training Podcast. Until next time, peace.